He was yelling, though. He's not gonna yell that loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 15 of the Coffee Club. Happy New Year to everyone. We hope that you had a wonderful and a Merry Christmas. We hope that you enjoyed our Christmas special last time. Uh, as a bit of a carry-on from that, we're sponsored by Mountain Dew today still. <laughs> oh, George and I have what not... I, you guys have let me down. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. You, I thought you guys had at least attempt by now because this is obviously my, my idea of... If you didn't fun, listen, fun. if you didn't listen to the last one, Ollie told us that if we could finish these bottles of Mountain Dew, he would donate a hundred dollars to breast cancer. But he did give us six months but it, slash a year. He gave us a few months to do it. So, you and know, he's already disappointed. It was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to get out the gates too hot. So we're taking it easy. Still, ladies and gentlemen, if this was me, it'd be done. It's, it's, I'm more, I'm I'm more impressed bottles. that you haven't cracked into ours. I was tempted today. I was sitting on the table, and the only reason why I, I didn't drink them is because I, you know, I want to raise some money for breast cancer. Yeah. So, yeah. Bloody drink the drink, bros. All right, we're working. <laughs> but on I've it. decided that. I'm actually just going to donate $100 oh, of my no own fun. money no to breast cancer. People, if you believe that Geordie should do that, then you shouldn't listen to this part. That's not good for the sport. Either comment, way. Comment and enforce Geordie to drink this Mountain Dew. That's what I want people. I want people to rally in the streets. Either way, breast cancer will be getting $100 and I won't be giving myself breast cancer from drinking that stuff. You won't get, you'll get like colon That's cancer unproven. or something. They might sue us for that, you know? I I said yeah fuck. <laughs> he he smokes a lot. It's fine. Yeah, Jordy yeah. smokes he, a lot. Who so knows? It's who knows why he's getting cancer? But yeah, that was um that was the Christmas special, and today we're doing another fun special, the New Year's special. So Happy New Year's Eve to everyone, or Happy, Happy New Year's New Year. Yeah, if you're listening to it after that. But true. What we're gonna do today is we're gonna do a little 2021 year <laughs> review. And boy, do we have a lot to talk Dude, about. I'm still getting over 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're in 2020. We were trying to review. decide a couple of days ago what year was... I don't know why we were talking about what year was worse. No, I was. <laughs> well, that's the worst way of looking at yeah. the yeah. last two years. I think, I think no, the reason we were talking about it is because Carlos I was. I, I said, do you guys remember how one year ago everyone was saying yeah. like, thank God 2020 is over? But no one's saying thank God 2021 is yeah. over. So clearly 2020 was worse, I guess. Well, mm. people are like... I just worried used to, used to it say was that because then 2021 is still I feel like it was the start of everything going to shit and then 2021 everyone just got used to it yeah I think that's, that's a good way of putting it and mm-hmm. people are just used to the shit now yeah or they've found ways to enjoy the shit I guess I don't know but so we're gonna go through our year review we're gonna look at the sport we're gonna look at OAC specifically and we're gonna look at personal personal level <sighs> personal year in review so, always excited for that one yeah we'll just jump into it uh, we'll start <laughs> off with uh Ollie slash Gus, because I think that's probably the most exciting. So, Ollie has a bunch of highlights of the year. First one was running 3:32 in February, uh, breaking the indoor Australian record and essentially qualifying you for the Olympics. I, I mean, you probably would have. I think you would have qualified off that time no matter what. It wasn't that clear from that. But after that race, you uh, bought Gus mm-hmm. like a week later, right? Uh, yeah. Well, right at the end of training, it might have been a few no, weeks later. It was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't secure him. Like I went, I saw him, and then I put a deposit down. I didn't secure him until like the last few days of camp. Yeah. Remember when you were thinking of buying a Sharpay? Yeah, Sharpay would have been sick. What? Yeah, I can't imagine that. 
Should I pay with it? But, but the problem is they're very aggressive to people that don't know. Really? I think Are they really? That's what I read. They, they're like guard dogs. That's cool. But yeah, so huh. Gus coming to our, into our lives is also a big highlight for 2021. And we were going to track how much do you think Gus has cost you so, in 2021? Just not, not his price itself, but exceeding that, I, I've done the numbers. It's about 4000 I. It's only four. Th- I reckon it must be more than that. No, it's four thousand. Before we even left the Airbnb in Phoenix, he cost you like five hundred, right? Two fifty. Two. Wait, because you split it with Dathan. No, well, Dathan had to split it because of Trent Chandler. Fair enough. So, Two fifty. Um, and you- if you can hear that, ladies and gentlemen, that's <laughs> Gus running. I've never seen now. him have this much energy before. All right, so we were trying to work out how much Gus has cost Ollie beyond <coughs> his initial price, and what are the no- what what have we come up with? The numbers. I I got to four grand from what I know. Four um, grand, and that's four grand worth so of damages. 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 It's got to be. That's I honestly think it's got to be more than that. That's not what it costs. So uh, let's break it down. Two fifty before we even got back to Colorado. Yeah. That was a deposit. That was a deposit because we broke the Airbnb like extra yeah. things. There was okay. a couple yeah. of them because we weren't supposed to have a pit. No, no animals, and he peed everywhere. Nice. Um, and then the first the thing, plane you had to book and you had to rebook yeah. your plane tickets. Ticket so yeah, you could bring him back. I here. think he cost actually. Okay, so now he's probably four hundred and. Four four thousand two hundred, mm-hmm. and then you so had that, to pay toe spaces. No, you no, 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 we're not there yet. You had to pay the first month you lived here again. You had to pay double rent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That you doubled. weren't allowed to. So when Ollie bought Gus, we were living in an apartment in Boulder together, which was strictly no dogs. So he had to live at Clacker's place, and that was an extra thousand dollars. Oh yeah, so that's five thousand two hundred. Thousand, and then and then the rest of it is. Stuff. The rest of it is damages. It's stuff that he's eaten of ours, which includes a few toe spaces, a lot of AirPods, Morgan's phone, glasses, Ollie's. I mean, George's new wallet that he bought in Europe. Yeah, and that is all expense. Like none of that stuff is cheap, except maybe the toe spaces. Well, it's lucky that the three hundred dollar pair of sunglasses were free. Yeah, a couple of pairs of those. Yeah, my dresser is broken. He's pretty good like that. Damn, that adds up real quick. That adds up real quick, yeah. <laughs> Damn. He's about to... <laughs> the costs of... Oh, no, actually, Song's going to take him, so you're right. Yeah. That so, could have been a lot if you had to get a rover for going to Florida. Yeah. So that's Oof. the that's the Gus 2020 song. The Gus telly. Which we still love him despite that, <laughs> but that's a lot of money. Hopefully, that's a PR for Gus in 2022. Is... I think he's gotten better. Yeah. But I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, literally, you got a new phone. You broke your phone, what, like? Oh, two weeks ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long I mean, ago, I guess. He's a year old now, so he's he's old and old and wise. Wise, older. One, old is one. Wise is one seventh of his so life down. He's old and the same. Yeah. So we'll see how he goes in twenty twenty two. Yeah, I'll we'll keep the tally cost. Gus, that's that, his that's new updates. Which obviously that's the really big part of twenty one for specifically Ollie, but us as well. Um, the other things we put down for Ollie were making the Olympic final, the Diamond League final. Pretty much every time you raced this year was, what was your worst race of the year? Did you have a final? Yeah, I guess. No, it was. It was my worst. Even time was my worst race. Really? Three thirty-five, eleventh, the Olympic final. My worst race. Three thirty-five was your slowest Mm, time. I mean, Gated was slower, but the the conditions were worth like four seconds probably. That's yeah, ridiculous. So So those were your two slowest times, and you ran like what, like ten, fifteen hundreds, twelve, a lot, ten or twelve. Yeah, that's crazy. 
So big year for uh, Paul one Bag. Of, one of the the semifinal of the heat was three thirty six, I think. Uh, I thought it was three thirty four because I qualified for Worlds off it. I think one of them was th- my heat was three thirty six. My first yeah. round. Either that way, was, that race was harder. Though. Either way, that race was that's ridiculous. Like, that's ridiculous. It's, it is ridiculous. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you train consistently, apparently you can race consistently. Yeah, um, I was pretty good at that. Pretty simple formula. Yeah, Nando. Mountain <laughs> and do. you have a good diet. Mountain you have yeah. a good diet as well. Good diet. Eat your greens. Yeah. Your greens. There's a lot of, a lot of greens, greens right there. Yeah, you get a lot of nutrients in them. And then we also put that in. You got a Tesla this year as one of your highlights. Yeah. I got a car. That was nice. Yeah. I feel like. When did you get your car? I got mine in 2020, like a long time ago. Yeah. It was nice though when you like when you have like a mode of transport that you can do. It is nice. It's like, not. It's that not, was. It's not a Tesla. Regardless, regardless of I mean, how nice. It's not a Razor scooter, but like, yeah. sorry. <laughs> but how? Regardless of how nice or like shitty the car is, I feel like that having your own car is a really cool thing. So that was fun. Yeah, especially being able to buy it for yourself. That is pretty cool. And then uh, the other thing we we're going to talk about for all these. I always love life. He's love life. He's year in review for all these love life. <laughs> He's um, ending 2021 on a high though. A ending at the top, high, I feel I like. Say. But did we? So that's a that's a that's a big achievement. How many girlfriends did he have this year? <clears throat> I think only like only two, two, like two official. I think <laughs> two official. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, a few in between them. Unofficially, a few unofficial visits. <laughs> <laughs> They're not recruits. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, <laughs> but yeah, Oli had a, I mean, Indian I in a good place. This is another thing. I think every year of your life is probably very exciting. Love wise. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of activity. Yeah. There's always a lot of stuff going on. So, but this was a, another great year in the chapter. Like when you tell your grandkids about your love life, you're going to have a lot of stories to tell from this year. I would imagine. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mean, that's good. Yeah. To, that's good to know. That's how I like to live my life. Hey, I like I'm, to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm yeah, sorry. you like to sometimes just have stories. Yeah, you know, sometimes some things don't work out, which is the life. Yeah, but I'm trying. Did great, and I'm trying to trying to do better. Yeah, and, and then I'm in a good spot. George is right. I'm in a pretty nice place right now. Yeah, and so. these these next two, I like for the three of us, and even more than just the three of us. But I'll say them now. Um, for Ollie, one is we moved in together. Mm. That's a big for just all of us in general. That was a big twenty. Well, I, f- <clears throat> I feel like particularly with. I mean, obviously, I was seeing George every day, but I wasn't, like, spending time with him other than with running. So, this was the first time that we were all together. Carlos, Morgan, George. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't... Yeah, I barely spent time with them before we moved in. And then the other one is starting the podcast, Mm. which is probably, for everyone listening, that's probably, like, the biggest thing that happened in your year for 2021, I would imagine, is us, is the... the Is the day you started listening to the Coffee Club. Coffee Club pod. But uh, anything else from your year in review, Ollie? For me personally, yeah, um, pretty pretty crazy year. It's gonna go down in the history books. Pretty wild year. Uh, I did quarantine. You didn't. That was last. Oh, was that last year? Yeah. All right, it has been a crazy year. <laughs> I thought that was one of the things that happened. Um, well, uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I think the one thing that I would say, that the crazy thing for me is I've never, I think in college I raced a little bit, but this year, particularly as a like first season out pro i race so much that i feel like i've done like yeah 10 years of racing in one year so that that's good in the sense of like experience i think mm-hmm. it's partly just that the pro season goes until freaking september yeah instead a, of june it's a different different beast that's for sure particularly if uh you're you know 
healthy and what, like just being pushed into races. But yeah, yeah I think that's it. That's yeah. it for me. So. Crazy, crazy year for Ollie. Getting toe spaces that is big event towards the end of the year. my mouth. Yeah. yeah, slowly morphing into George. <laughs> I just need the exam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving on to George. George had a pretty cool year as well. First part of the year was characterized, I would say, by your sacrum injury, probably. He broke his back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Broken back. Was that January, February? I spent all of January at home. That was actually pretty sweet. You were still in New Zealand in January? I came back on like the 31st. Oh, wow. He came back into camp. <clears throat> yeah. Didn't know that. Went straight to Phoenix. Okay, um, cool. That was actually cool being able to spend like three months in New Zealand for the first time in like six years basically wow especially summertime that was like, yeah that was a special part of the year but then within like 10 days of being back in the u.s i went to new york with these guys and probably ollie's most important race of the year to get him into the rest of the rest of the year which were more important obviously but the one that had like the biggest impact early on and probably well morgan's highest scoring <laughs> race of the year somehow <laughs> big part of why i qualified for the olympics was that race um i went there with a broken back that was a bummer i would have been in more i would have we would have got to race for yeah that would have been cool it was in two months i forgot about that that was a good race wish you were um, there but that was my indoor season yeah so i didn't do any indoor races yeah that's all right but then on the flip side you yeah. can also look at this year as it's weird you started the year off with a sacrum injury which is obviously a very serious injury but then on the flip side this is probably one of your healthiest years you've had in forever yeah which is saying a lot yeah. for the last few years. <laughs> my healthiest year ever is the one where I broke my sacrum. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got it out of the way nice and early. <laughs> exa- can- yeah, exactly. Do it If you're going to do it, do it in February. Rip, rip the band-aid off. I had a theory nope. going through college that if I got injured like at Christmas time, I was going to race really well the rest of the year. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll I mean, see. Yeah. I always, my, I always got injured in like April, March in college, which was just wrote off the entire outdoor season every single year. Yeah, it's not a good time to get <laughs> it injured. shit timing. Not at all. Um, but yeah, so you ended this year healthy for the first time in a long time. Yeah. You actually took got an actual to take real a break, break at the end of the season. But before that, you uh, had some big highlights in the year as well, which were probably the coolest things in the US domestic season that you did were those two mile wins that was... Wait, wait, which one was first? So Walter, and then two weeks later at pre. Was Craig Engels in both those races? Yeah. Yeah. But he was like fifth at Sir Walter, I think. Okay. And then second at, um, at pre. Both those races were pretty dramatic to watch because... Yeah. So, so Walter, you started celebrating with like 50 meters to go and you were <laughs> yeah, still in second yeah, place. He was, not, he was not even in second. He was in like third or fourth. He, he, just knew, he just knew he was going to win. Yeah. And then the last one, I'll never forget pretty because it was the day before uh, my race and we're down there celebrating. And uh, it's a great story. But me, Joe, Steve, who um, works with Owen for us, uh, we were all sitting down there waiting to watch Jordy's race. And we had these Craig Ingalls fans. They had posters. They <laughs> yeah, were like yeah, yeah. high school, young high school kids, and they're like obsessed. You could tell they're obsessed. Classic. They loved him. Fans. And um, you know when he came on the track and they announced him and blah blah blah, they all jing up and excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he comes through. And if you guys haven't seen the clip, you should watch it. It's absolutely unbelievable. Um, Craig makes a break for the to the straight in the last section of the race to to win, and he does the arm wave up the up the crowd to try and g up the crowd um celebrating 100 meters well it's not celebrating but like 
Kind of celebrating. Yeah, hundred meters out from the thing, and the Craig Ingalls fans down near us were just going absolutely bananas about it. And then all of a sudden, like we look, and Joe Klecker um, just looks out and goes, "Holy shit! Look at George!" And he comes home like a steam train. And he's like, "He's gonna get him!" So we knew he was gonna get him. He was screaming super loud, smacking the chairs, going crazy. And the English fans are looking at us like oh, kind no. of embarrassed because he just gets swamped at the end. And then Jordy comes around doing his victory lap. He comes to see us. The Craig English fans come over to George and ask for his autograph. <laughs> Damn, you turned those ones pretty quick. You turned them pretty uh, quick. I mean, they still got Craig's autograph, but it was fucking hilarious to see them awesome. like, oh, oh, George, George, sign my posters. <laughs> Me and Joe were literally they just They just rip off their Craig English stuff and they yeah. got George Beamer stuff under it. It was so funny. Was pretty cool. But that was, yeah, that was hilarious. Craig, Craig took that pretty well. I mean, he took it the he best did. way possible. He just, you know, enjoyed it. If you watch the video, you can see when he crosses the line, he's he knows immediately what's happening. He's like, oh shit, I just did that. <laughs> yeah. That just happened. That's embarrassing. Oh well. But yeah. both those races were super fun and played out really similar. I I ran within like point one of a second on both. Like I ran three fifty four on both of them. That's very impressive. Damn, that's crazy. Which which at the time was I mean I was kind of a bummer because it probably could have run a lot faster at pre. Mm. But we went through in like 301 or something or like three flat. But I mean, yeah. I was in last place, so it's mostly my fault. <laughs> like I wasn't, I didn't put myself in a position to run fast. Yeah. But it was kind of at the point of the season where any time where I was trying to qualify earlier in the year, like I just couldn't get to a point where I got fit enough earlier in the year, like coming off that injury to qualify for anything, which was a bummer, obviously. But then I kind of used the, those six weeks, like just training with Ollie and these guys for the Olympics, getting them ready. And then ended up being really fit at the end of the season where it was too late to do anything, but I mean, I could just have a lot of fun. Yeah, except go a freaking race. Yeah, and, and just do a bunch of races just for the hell win, of it, really. Win some races. Have, I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, yeah. like, there's, there are some, I mean, probably not many, but there's probably some pros that have never like won a really big pro race. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. So like to win two of them in your, uh, you know, after yeah. what you've been through is pretty... Uh, yeah pretty formidable yeah someone was telling me after that those two that some like that was unbeaten in professional miles in america or something because it's a good start too i i had the start as well that i I hadn't been beaten in a 1500 until i went to gateshead damn because i want every as i want Mm -hmm. every 1500 as a pro until gateshead that's true and jacob beat me which is good because jacob now then won the olympics that's good good. you still Um, haven't lost one in america no uh no Uh, pre oh pre was was a 1500 yeah, so I haven't. Yeah, probably, I haven't lost a fifteen hundred. Yeah, I technically, technically haven't lost a fifteen hundred. In damn, America. look at look at you guys, it's awesome. Um, anyway, then, yeah, moving on from that, then George running thirteen twelve is obviously huge as well. Getting that first world champs com games qualifier, especially yeah. so early, and just like that's a big jump forwards. Like I think running a time like that in December. Got my first world standard before I got my first car. <laughs> <laughs> huge. That is big. Wait, no, that's the same as me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Got, I got my world uh-huh. standard. Hey, Ollie, why are you making everything about you? No, because he looked at He's me funny that I like bought a car before I got the world standard. Like that's not no? right, bro. Actually, yeah. no, it is right because Tennessee. But um, I was going to ask you, George, um, after that amazing run, how's the reception been from New Zealand? Like New Zealand fans, radio, have they gotten in contact with? Because like, there's not many. I mean, you're only two seconds off the New Zealand 5K record. That's a pretty big deal. Like they haven't had a 5K a guy for a very long time. So I'm wondering if there's been a bit of hype around you leading into the uh, into world champs. Um, <laughs> I don't want to like. There's probably been a little bit. It's hard to tell from over yeah. here. Yeah, I've it done is, like one. Tough. I've done one little interview. 
I've done one radio interview. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure that they're, they're pumped about it. Like, yeah. Because yeah. it is something that's, I think, I mean, New Zealand, as, as well I mean, as Australia, <clears throat> and for, I think Joe Cluck have mentioned it in a weird way, saying like, it, like people, he see, well, Joe pretty much said all these like all these good talented runners coming from these countries that you wouldn't expect, which I didn't know. Well, he was referring to New Zealand. He was referring to New Zealand, Australia, oh. like like small countries like Norway now and, and stuff like that. You're yeah. saying like they're not like, disproportionate number. Of yeah, they're not coming from mass produced countries like the United States, we Russia, China. Outperform our, our size for yeah. sure, but so, we also. Yeah. Also, yeah, it is kind of weird to say that right now because we have, like, amazing histories yeah, in the sport. Exactly, and that's why I refer to with George and New Zealand. Yeah. Like, their track and field history is pretty... I mean, and that world standard is no joke either. I feel like that one is... 13-13 yeah. is no joke. Yeah, it's pretty really freaking hard. Only two, no only two New Zealanders had ever run under yeah. that time, and one of them was Dick Quacks from the 70s, and that was the world record at the time. Damn, that's crazy. The only other person since then to run under that standard. Like, obviously, it's only been a standard for the last two years, but as Blinker. Yeah. So, that's pretty crazy. So, yeah, that's a pretty cool year for George as well. No, no, not quite as much excitement off the track in terms of, like, new girlfriends or anything. Old girlfriends still. Oh, still got, Gina! The, old, still got the old girlfriends, but, uh, yeah, moving on to, to I, to me. Morgan. Can I do Morgan. you? Yeah, you can do me. Um, so, Morgan... Uh, <laughs> what did I do this year? Um, well, the, you this year, I think the tough thing was in uh, your ankle. Yeah, spraining pelvis. my ankle was probably a big part of characterizing. Yeah. Was it between indoor and outdoor? It was. How many times did you race indoor after massive, New Balance? There was a massive blizzard storm in Austin. That was it. That. that was the only, only indoor race you did. Yeah, they weren't. They were just they weren't. Well, last so the year, race right? that so the race that the ankle took me out of was the five k because that was a week later. Hmm. That's what I was preparing for essentially like that's, that's right. why that's yeah. why i was in austin because the 5k was meant to be in austin and then i wasn't going to run it because oh yeah and you were going to go to gonna, another one yeah and then i sprained my ankle that's and right. so that if you count that as indoors because it kind of that was indoors time in indoors, though, it, it really was out, yeah. even though it was outdoors so. they just weren't having indoor me so they had to put on yeah outdoor ones during what would be yeah so that that dope. uh yeah that had a pretty big impact on my it head. did actually it really <laughs> still, did still like kind of coming essentially i guess i am coming back from that injury now in a way because i had to get my first uh prp injection because of that and stuff after the season and yeah it led to my pelvis so a lot of injury which is not a fun way to spend a year but on the flip side i also joined the oac you did which you joined the oac in a rushed kind of way yeah which potentially wouldn't have happened if i had hadn't sprained my ankle and if you think if you get really deep into it like i don't know if i would have been able to join in that same way because things just would have been different so mm. joining i think i will i will hope that in a few years from now when i look back on this year joining the oac will be a bigger deal than spraining my ankle was like <laughs> I, in terms I hope of the so impact that it has on me. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the goal that's i mean you started goal. living with the oac before you joined the oac though yeah which it also was, which also works. probably had a solid impact yeah on joining it was in the, the works though i Definitely. mean the conversations we made is i think it just probably had on been situational yeah. stuff and like what was going to be best for morgan moving forward in the yeah year. well I mean, there was there was a lot of situational stuff because think about this for example if louis g signed with you guys like i wouldn't have been able to sign yeah like something as basic as that would There's have, would have moving, stopped me from signing a lot of moving uh pieces of that puzzle and, so yeah it is kind of crazy like a lot of yeah. things did have to come together in my favor for me to be able to i think join. another highlight that morgan will not i i'm very proud of morgan for what he did this year and he's going to shake his head and go fuck off mate but you had a great race in France where you you ran 
Yeah. Um, that was a good race. This is 13-13 also with the ankle. The pelvis is coming. Like, you're running these as a wounded soldier. Yeah. And, um, I mean, to be able to do what you did and then get to the Olympics, particularly with the way Australia um, has been, um, been so challenging to make those teams because our distance team has been so pretty talented. awesome. It's, it's very, very impressive. So I'm very proud of Morgan to be able to do that in the Thanks, bro. Dream. Yeah, I mean, achieving my dream to make the Olympics, obviously, yeah. is a, and you is a highlight and of you 2021 didn't do it, as well. You didn't do it, like, at 100%, did you? You did it at, like... Yeah, but... You were, like... You remind me of, like, a wounded soldier just fighting it. <laughs> just going as hard as you can to, 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 to do what you can to make the team. And that was... Uh, it was pretty awesome to watch. It was actually, for me, pretty inspiring because I had nothing, like... Yeah. You yeah. easily could have thrown in the towel. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Earlier. It, it was tough, but... You could have blamed me on injuries and said, oh, not my year, but you didn't do that. So that was very impressive. Yeah, well, thank you, boys. That uh, makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, off the track, I was just thinking about this right now. I kind of, like, because uh, moving in, starting the coffee car really big, but also, like, I didn't really think about this, but pretty much our YouTube channel started mm. in at the beginning of this year um, as well, which I didn't even think about. It seems longer ago than that. Yeah, I think my first video came out, like, the last week of December. Hmm. Um, How is, the year before. This is going to be a very stupid journalist question. How has this YouTube thing changed your your like your life like your perception yeah. of running like because obviously now as a as a guy that does youtube and is also very popular on youtube with running how yeah. has that affected your outlook on the life you live with with a professional runner yeah i mean i think it's been like overwhelmingly positive yeah had a, like a positive impact on me i i will say like i started strong and then i didn't make videos for like six months of the year or more than that and now i'm back making them again once trying to do it once every two weeks so i've been through definitely the kind of ups and downs of it pretty much when i got injured it was like really hard to make videos at that time because not in the right headspace but i i'm just that type of person who like likes to be doing something mostly i like to feel like i'm growing in a certain way and like working and stuff and so that's a lot of youtube has been like that for me uh in terms of like more specific to running i think it like helps a lot if you look at like sponsorship and stuff i feel kind of weird saying that because i don't think i'm really big enough on youtube yet for that to matter that much but maybe it helps me a little bit the space of a year though you've, you've gained quite a following um yeah i mean the funniest thing was i'm gonna bring it up because i thought it was hilarious we'll, i think we're at the trials u.s trials yeah and um this kid this young kid with his dad was like near the lights when we we're doing a run and joe had just made the olympic team in the 10k <laughs> and he, he turned around and looked at us and he's like Oh my god, dad, 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 get get a photo quick! And he said, and he grabbed Morgan. Yeah, and he, he thought he was <laughs> going for Joe. And he's like, I love your YouTube, and he got a photo. And then like Morgan's like, you know, this guy just made the Olympics for the US, right? Like it was yeah. it was a funny moment because that's how for me that. personally seeing that that's how impactful YouTube is. It really is really impactful. It is. It's, it's super it's impactful. Pretty, um, it's pretty awesome, and I think now like a lot of athletes taking advantage of that. Yeah. Um, but another question I have for you: Where do you see? What would you like to see with your YouTube in the coming year? I would what's your goals so i try to keep it like pretty personal and not like trying to be like oh i want to be able to like make a bunch of money off it i just want to be able to consistently make a video every two weeks and i feel like if i do that i'll get better at it and the videos will get better and like that's all i can really ask for so that's yeah. all that's all like i i really want like would say obviously i want to have success in it and like be able to do well with it but yeah, I, I have struggled obviously this year of making videos consistently, so that's the main thing I want to do. But yeah, it's really fun and it is like a big community and it is one of those things which I think helps people enjoy the sport. So definitely, in and that, I think if you're in that fans, way it's good. If you're fans of Morgan's YouTube, definitely uh, look forward to the next year. I think, <laughs> particularly with 
um, being part of the OAC and the, the you know team camps are going to be doing. Yeah. Hopefully the meets are going to be going together. Um, there's going to be some good content. There yeah, I mean my it. videos, if it's just me, are pretty boring compared to how entertaining the videos are. If it's like a bunch of us together, yeah. so but I think that's going to. I think there'll be some fun. really good ones from yeah. Florida. So, yeah, I um, hope so. Make sure you uh, check that out when we eventually uh, go through yeah. that process. But yeah, well, they'll, they'll be fun to do. What about personal? Personal. Well, that was personal. Uh, yeah, that is personal. Um, like nothing else has really changed. Moving in together. Yeah. I feel like that was a pretty Girlfriend. big one because the that did change. What about the our team was already pretty close, yeah. just because we always like I already lived with Carlos and had to feel like the spend a shit ton of time with Ollie, like without. A choice, but yeah, yeah I know. I no still one gets do. a choice when they're hanging out with me, baby. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, we didn't I mean, see I, you, I didn't know you guys very well. No, I think the friendships grew quite a bit, yeah. And also, like, Zack Snyder moving in. I mean, yeah, having a former Wisconsin boy in our house is just feels like college vibes. We have an amazing way. house right now, we're like really lucky. Mm. I, I don't want to take it for lucky. granted. Like, well, the setup that we have in our lives right now is very special. Yeah. We enjoy it a lot, and it's good for all of us, yeah. So, yeah, that's it on the personal level of us um that's out 2021 but moving on to the oac there's kind of like a lot you could say oac so i just generally like amazing success just to just to you know summarize it like that and that was seen on with like almost everyone like running pretty i think it's been it's been interesting because um just stories developed quite a bit after one year you don't see that a lot with pro group like i don't think a lot of pro groups have all the athletes having a massive development growth usually it's only maybe one or two but most I mean, of our most of our group has been had a massive um, impact on the sport one way or another. So yeah, and it wasn't like just a few like random occasions. It was literally the first race of the year was like the three thirty two, mm-hmm. and then all the way to December, mm-hmm. running thirteen oh nine and thirteen twelve yeah. on the team, like and everything in between. And Joe Clicker's like, streak of how many times streak, did he PB in a row? Was it almost? 10? Every I think race. it was like ten. It was every race until the trials. Yeah. I think like that's crazy. Run a PR. Um, I think the one thing, Which speaking on the crazy. on the men's side, um, uh, uh, it's just interesting because you have they had the unique opportunity of signing all these guys out of college at the same time. Very, I think, high. Every athlete was high profile, like really had a lot of potential, um, and to be able to have like the culture that we have and the growth that the men's side has had has been fantastic. Yeah, so that's been really three, cool. Three out of five men were Olympians, and two out of Five women? Yeah. yeah. Five five Olympians out of ten. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. That's pretty pretty awesome. Pretty good um, stats. I mean, we snagged Morgan because Joe Bossard did We kind of did. did. Yeah, I need to give the credit mostly to Team Boss. Yeah. Well, not team, mostly, like pretty much yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, Joe definitely got you there. Um, we, For we sure. We were just lucky to have you near the end. Yeah. Um, but I think with the men's side, it's been fantastic, obviously, grabbing Morgan and then having, uh, having five guys who have been very very uh well, very young a lot of like a lot of uh ceiling i think in, in the name potential so a lot of ceiling it's a great way of putting it that's another way to say it. Um, a <laughs> no lot a lot of potential definitely yeah, for everyone and like the ten- the potential has been realized for three of you for me <sighs> not so much for carlos who struggled with the injuries. I, was about to say, I think we, we could definitely speak for carlos and saying that he's had a, a disappointing year for him like he would have wanted a lot more out of it yeah he's been injured for the majority of the year kind of just on and off like nothing big enough to to stop him running for any long period of time, like while during racing, but just never been able to get in like yeah. consistent training. 
Yeah, and that's those are like the injuries that actually are t- way tougher. They're almost worse. Way tougher. Like that was what was it's nice. Always, it's always considered yeah. like that's what's nice about doing my sacrum. Like yeah. nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You just sit and rest for a while. You take and then time off. You deal with it. And it you it will reliably Especially get better. Bone is so reliable mm-hmm. at just healing. Yeah. Whereas like Carlos just like nagging tendon yeah. ankle stuff, like the process of, of healing that is actually way more frustrating yeah. than yeah. something that sounds worse yeah like, oh stress fracture but it's yeah. actually like yeah sounds worse but it's probably, it's probably bad not. bad achilles are probably what ends like most people's careers early as opposed to like any other dramatic injury like those are, stuff like of that nature are just so difficult to deal with so you know carl's obviously not super pumping this year but as ollie said like a lot of potential going forward still but he's been a great teammate yeah well. amazing teammate. Very supportive of everyone and uh we love having him around. So hopefully, you know, this year coming, he can get into that groove and yep. um, work it through. Yeah. But, and then looking at the OAC still, it all kind of, a lot of it culminated at the Olympic trials in terms mm. of drama and Definitely. excitement, which is the way the sport is, like, for the year in general. Uh, the Olympics are obviously the highlight of the year, but here specifically, the U.S. Olympic trials is the most crazy event that happens it just it's just so much madness and it did not disappoint this year at all no looking at oac specifically first we had joe race was his on day one day, yeah, yeah day one and he like he made the olympics made the olympics and that's like convincingly too like it was him looked, Woody looked so solid. by daylight yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's someone who joe had qualified i mean joe had graduated from college one year before and he was good in college but he wasn't like oh, yeah, this guy's going to qualify for the Olympics next year. Good. And then he made that jump, and then he's an Olympian. I mean, and from the first race of the season, he did show that he was at that level. Definitely. But to do it to do it is a, a different thing. And so, like, to see that happen was crazy. I imagine it was wild for you guys who'd been it was, with him. It was very – It's that's the one th- I always mention in interviews is that, like, the one thing I love about this team is that I feel like when I watch another teammate's race, I feel like I've contributed – so like not being a selfish person but like i've helped them somehow i've I've been able to give them a good training partner or a good um situation with with where they train and and be able to help them with that like i feel you're just so emotionally invested in their performance which is which is something i think joe definitely felt that after the race too i remember like he was pretty emotional no, oh, no, in, in uh, yeah, the trials yeah yeah. he was very emotional (laughs) i've never seen joe that emotional he's super emotional he he stands pretty stoic yeah, it was pretty special. And his family was there, and his mom, <coughs> his mom was an Olympian. Yeah, his mom was an Olympian. He's an Olympian. Um, so. It was a very special moment, and I think particularly as well um, for the brand because regardless of the internationals, no one had been selected except for I think Alicia was selected before the U.S. trials. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was like for on this was like a big indication of like we like we we proved it. We got a guy that could get to the Olympics. Yeah, and if we're if we're looking at it like just objectively the way this sport is on is a swiss brand but it, this is a this is a distance running group based in america having u.s olympians mm. is the top goal and that is so hard to do in the first year that is so hard to achieve that that's what everyone wants to achieve in terms of like that's why all these groups exist for that reason primarily that's the most that's the pinnacle yeah and joe went out there and did that and then he was backed up by alicia who Similarly, had a ridiculous performance. <laughs> like, if you think the men are good, the women are even more crazy. Yeah, it's like especially on the American level, and the way that race played out, where it was super hot, it was hard to watch. 10k, and yeah, they yeah. were running so quick, 
And it was just Alicia is like she's like what twenty two years old, twenty three or I don't. She's so young and very young, and t- she talented. had she had to go to hospital afterwards. Yeah, yeah. it um, was amazing. It was it was pretty 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 fantastic <laughs> the way she ran that race. Uh, just shows guts and determination. I mean that week was pretty important, like for the team too, because like you said, that's kind of how the sport works. Like we rely on on a good amount of funding to be a team, and in order to to have that, like we have to be performing at a certain level and that yep. definitely um, like solidified our, our I mean, place in the yeah. sport. There's definitely, totally. when on are looking at why, why are we supporting these athletes, there's three events that yeah. come to mind. It's the Olympics, the US trials and Diamond Leagues. Those are the races that they want on athletes in and not just competing, but succeeding. So to, to have two US Olympians, young Olympians too, um, is a really cool achievement for OAC and Dathan, um, should be very, very proud and totally. happy with the year that he's had. Yeah. And then the other probably most dramatic part of the whole, yeah. even more dramatic than those two was watching Leah race where she was in third position, I think with two laps to go, maybe. I think it was and probably two to go. Pulling away and like she looked like looked she had the third spot locked up to make the team in the women's steeplechase and then she fell over a barrier and it was, it was crazy. It was like so sad. And particularly because of her story, I think if people know Leah Fallon well, um, the trials of 2016 were very tough for her for the same... She she had a planter. She was pretty injured. And she tore it complete, uh, completely, I think, off a of water barrier jump. But she literally, like, just... She just hasn't... Hadn't had a good run of it. Yeah, I mean, she'd been a pro for five or six years at this point, And her first, like, three or four years of being a pro had been really tough. And, like, this had been such a big comeback year for her. And so, like, making the Olympic... And still was. Yeah, it still was. But making the Olympics was, like, closing the like the fairy tale. Like, that's the finish to the fairy tale comeback. And then she was so close. And then to have it, like, ripped away like that. I mean, I was sitting in the stands with all these guys. And I had... I was, like, joining the team. But I hadn't, like, been around these people at all, really. So I was a little bit on the outside. But I was even super emotional and everyone else was just like crying like literally crying they had a cameraman there from on that was like trying to film and it was like really awkward because he's like didn't really want to film because it was like just that like uh like depressing like it was so sad and then like she in classic leo form like she handled it so well she was interviews great interviews but like she was like very sad but then like went out that night and just like had a great time had a great time i I think the one thing that was another reason why i am so proud of this group in general was with the success and with the drama and the just the heartbreak of that is that when leah finished 2016 i think she had a lot of personal problems as well she didn't really have much of a support crew she was literally on her own leaving um you know a bit of a uh, upsetting 2016 trials and then after that she came out with a you know her husband was waiting for her um her whole family uh friends and the oac and yeah i have the image on, i have the image in my head of we all met her at like the first point that you could the public could get to for the athletes and there were probably like 25 people there yeah like waiting for her to to come out and, and like she, yeah that be that there for her quite, i think that made her more emotional because i think yeah. she knew now that regardless i think she just hour, turned around and was like why does everyone look so sad yeah, or something yeah. she like says something, she yeah. says something weird like that but like she i think she realized that like it made her emotional because her support structure now is far superior than what she had before and i think it's given yeah. her that spark that 
you know, I have I have the resources I need to, 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 you know, bounce back and do well. And she did in Stockholm. Yeah. She ran an amazing Diamond League race. She ran around a PB. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking hate remembering that day. Yeah. It was tough. It was I mean, it was really tough. fun after. Like, it was really special for the team, but I, it, it's It was rough. a tough pill to swallow. Because you, you, you want it so bad for someone, but you can't do anything. Yeah. Other than what they can do. So. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. So, that's the OAC yep. in a nutshell. Amazing success. Uh, obviously, yeah, some drama along the way, but overall, year one was phew, pretty crazy. Then moving on to the running world, there is obviously endless things that we could talk about. It was an Olympic year. So we're just going to kind of talk about the things that probably were the biggest deals for us, like in the way that we experienced the sport. And the number one, these first couple are surrounding the U.S. trials as well. The number one was probably Shelby testing positive. I think it was, yeah. (laughs) Especially after a COVID year where she proved that she was like one of the best runners in the world. On track to medal at the Olympics probably. Or win. Yeah. And then that bombshell hit because we hadn't seen her competing for a while. I'm like, is Shelby injured? What's going on? That dropped at the U.S. trials. Like a day before or two days before the Olympic trials. And then there was was the stuff where she was still on the entry list to race and then... The USATF were going to take her off. Yeah, and and the way it Literally, like the world body, like literally said, if it was any other country, she would have been taken off. You need to take her off. Yeah, and And like a bunch of athletes like signed a thing to... Yeah. Yeah. She put out a statement that she was never planning on running. She did say that. Which, which, fair, I guess. Fair enough, but... But also... At that time, that was when her statement, like, it was very calculated the way that the Shelby and Bauman released the story to the public. Like, it was on their terms. Mm-hmm. And that was when the famous burrito story came out. The burrito. Which is just, like, the biggest BS story in the world. Shelby's authentic burritos. What was that thing? Uh, yeah, donation for a GoFundMe. Somebody donated $500 saying for Shelby's authentic Mexican burritos. Um, yeah. I mean, to be f- like that blew up on every sports media like yeah. even the guys those those two knuckleheads that talk about football all the time. I don't know what that part of my take. But it could be that. They were talking about it. Really? Yeah, because it Big was catch. such a but the reason why it was such a big story is because they could just word it as US There were some there were some pretty funny headlines test for the next week. Like, yeah, yeah. what was like it's kind of like easy. an Arsenal one was that like Peter like you know Peter, like the animal welfare group, like tweeted yeah. her and like sent her oh, a yeah. gift bag, being like, "This is why you shouldn't eat meat." Kind of like piling it on. They took. I guess everyone just jumped on it because it was that big of a story. Yeah, it was yeah. massive. And what she happened? and like that was the one thing that I spoke because I obviously we were going to our first um, U.S. trials. We never know what to expect, but that changed everything. Like it was just everywhere, and that kind of overshadowed a lot of things that the U.S. trials. It was, changed. It, it yeah. changed all. Like she was gonna. She was entered in the fifteen hundred and the five k. Changed both those events completely. Yep. It changed the reputation of the Bauman completely. Definitely. Didn't and change Nike's reputation, though. Or, already, already had a bad reputation. That's, that's true. <laughs> that is correct. But they now have two groups. One I think most people themselves. haven't looked at Bauman Track Club the same since. No. Uh, yeah, I would say I haven't. They're still loyal fans. They're yeah, still well, it's, fans. It's, it created a massive divide in the fans. I think mm-hmm. before that, everyone was like, yeah, Bauman, good guys. Now, there's people who are like, still think Bauman, good guys. And there are people like, how can you like the facts are out there how can you not read this and be like she doped like because that is like the evidence is saying that but then it's so difficult like i don't even know how i feel about it still it's dude i i just i can't get over that now bauman and union which is literally essentially old project the two groups that have (laughs) drug issues same sponsor 
Yeah. And they're still one of the biggest and most popular groups in the world. It's crazy. Yeah. It's... You would think that, oh, let's move on to somewhere else. But no. Yeah, I don't know what the... I mean, they're still the most highest performing groups, I guess, is the, is the reality. And yeah. Like, a lot of people, reality. a lot but of fans like, of the sport just like high performance. If it's a high performing group that's winning medals and they have positive drug tests, you wonder, are they... It's not a good look. It's not a good look. It's it's like it 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 definitely discredits the uh the perception of them winning those medals on their own merit, which they shouldn't because they I'm sure of those athletes. It negatively affects the whole sport. Like that's a big similar to the way that a lot of people view cycling. It really takes away from a lot of it, which is just sad. Just as we talked about when we covered it earlier, it's just a lose lose. So yeah, that was crazy and still ongoing, I guess. But then moving on from that. We have another positive drug test. Yeah, so Shikari, yeah. that was similarly just absolute bombshell right? because, well, the way that she won the trials was freaking, she was a star. She, she was a baller. Do you guys remember at the time, she gained like a million Instagram followers yeah. in like two days. She's in a song with like Drake. Yeah, she, got, she was in the Beats ad yeah. with, uh, I think Kanye made the yeah. song for that. She was in this Beats ad and she was in a Drake song. And then... She, I mean, this almost made her more popular though. Yeah, the, yeah it did. I would I would say it did. Because President Biden was talking about her. Was he really? Yeah. Was he really? There was an interview with him. He was in an ice cream shop, and they asked him, um, "What do you think of Shakira Richardson's band about the week?" And he kind of he said this. I, he goes, um, "The band is necessary because that's the rules of the sport. But should the rules be changed, is another matter." Yeah. So that was a discussion of should. Um, and I think people mostly agree on that. Yeah. yeah I mean, like they're not going to really be in the rules because weed. they're written, but yeah. Also. Like people are asking, like, why, why is, is why is we in any competition? Like, maybe we should um, look at that rule. So, but yeah, that crazy. was that was a bombshell because you thought everything, you thought the drama had ended, the trials were over. Shelby, Shelby story came out, and then that came out, and when, and I remember looking at Dathan going, "What's the what the fuck is happening next?" Like, <laughs> yeah, what was quite different crazy. is that it was only a thirty day ban, right? Yeah, except that it happened to go through the Olympics. Yeah, just the worst timing. Yeah, over because and then she did the come back and run a bunch, but she ran bad. But she ran bad. Do you remember that? I she mean, the way. I think Jason or someone was saying, like, I think that apparently that's pretty tough for a sprinter. Like, you have to be, like, racing and be, like, always just going. Like, it's... I don't yeah. mean, we, yeah, we don't know also, shit about the sprinting, the media, but the pressure, I got like yeah. a lot of things on her, on her shoulders and it would have been, a she probably got some pretty good appearance fees though. Oh yeah. <laughs> After yeah, that. She probably did honestly. So but, good for her. Yeah. So those are like probably the two craziest things, which are both just drug related. So it's kind of sad, but like in a positive note, the Olympics happened this year. So obviously that's going to be like the real highlight of the sport. What like it is I mean, every single four yeah, years. Yeah, that's true. But then the fact that, there were no fans at the Olympics, but there were fans at every single other sporting event, like in the sad. world, was a real bummer. I think if it had happened, and especially in for a you guys, country, I'm sure. If it happened in a different country, there would have been fans. Yeah. But Japan, just you know, they're very like, tough. I really I, every single Diamond League event was sold out. Like dude, there was Zurich was Zurich was sold out. Um, Brussels was half capacity, but it was twenty thousand. That's know? true. It, it just it made me realize that. Um, it was possible. The Olympics, but. yeah. The Olympics was an amazing experience, but we didn't really experience it just yet because of that fan base. I think like having it that was a stadium different with fans in it. But also... Different, different and like also, not being able to go into Tokyo, I feel like is a huge... Yeah, we couldn't even yeah. get out of the village. It's a huge yeah. loss. Just a very unique experience for the Olympics. And yeah, sad in a lot of ways, especially for the Japanese people. Definitely. And, yeah, all that Volunteers. stuff, because they would have lost so much yeah. money hosting it like in that fashion and the people would have been yeah so sad of japan would have been so sad not to be able to enjoy the olympics but so what 
what like a kind of because a lot of crazy like every time like the sport in terms of performances at the olympics was just on a whole new level so what do we say like the most crazy things because to me like as distance runners i think Jakob was probably like winning a gold medal in the 1500 at like 20 years old whatever he is outrageous. also running 328 yeah race. and the olympic record by like four seconds or something yeah. i think and, make, I, and I, I not think, a, he made it look pretty easy. Yeah, he looked way I too good. Jakob, I I heard that. I mean, people probably know this, but Jakob's dad said that his threshold or his aerobic fitness was like pretty much damn perfect. But his sprinting is like got a lot of work to do. So oh, so he's gonna get better. So that's the that which is, is the, hard to believe because he like outkicked every single person yeah, this year. That's the that's no thing except I guess except I Chiriot got him in the Diamond League Monaco, finals. True. Monaco Diamond League. I would not be surprised he's going for the world record. Yeah. Which is three twenty six no, flat. No reason why not. No reason why not. Yeah. So but the way he runs, you can tell the difference is that he's so much fitter. He's just like you know what I mean. Like that's where he's got an amazing kick because it's so easy for him. The one thing that I have to have to bring up. And I don't want to be a, a downer, but if you look at the track pressure of the Ingebrigtsons, they're all decently young guys, but they've just completely dropped off in performance. Will Jakob be able to no, continue? Neither of the other two were anywhere near as good Philip as Jakob is. Philip was pretty good, but pretty um, yeah, but not on say, Jakob's level. No, not on Jakob's level. And 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 Goethe did say like he made mistakes and he's learned from them with with Jakob. He, he did mention that, but Jakob's we just seen Henrik and Philip were just like. <laughs> Yeah, they do. They're just guinea pigs. Henrik, Henrik does say that. Like, like they're they're kind of. But the thing is, he's been probably sacrificial lambs to make Jakob real good. Well, the level that he wants to run at, that high intensity level for a long, long long time. Maybe Jakob is really. I'm not saying like it's going to be a bad thing. Maybe Jakob's another sacrificial lamb for his little sister. It could be. Apparently, she's even better. So yeah, that's the question. Can he continue? And like the thing with the other two, it's not like they dropped off in terms of just performance like they got worse it's been injuries like both of them are just I think struggled with injuries oh, a bunch yeah. so that, that's like what has like changed because Philip ran th- 32 this, uh, this season yeah he ran in Monaco which is you know Monaco but yeah short track short track um, <laughs> yeah but I would say short track until Ollie goes yeah, the one thing that I have long. to know I don't know I don't think I'm, I don't know if many people would agree with me but I think the US team didn't do as well as they should have on the men's side at the Olympics yeah I think there's a lot of upsets there the women did great I think. Yeah, this this the men, Well, even uh, the women got upset. I mean, I I don't honestly remember, but like in the sprints, you remember in the women's like the Jamaican women crushed them. That like, I wouldn't call that an upset though. She was better I think than she them. was yeah. just way better. She just she way was. better. She was. Without Shikari there. I say Athing Mu just dominated yeah. the 100. Yeah, that was um, sweet. Tony Ferrix in the that was amazing. amazing race. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable right. race. And then 400 hurdles Sydney McLaughlin, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, next to her fellow countrymen. So this is looking at USA. Like that's the women's. Yeah. The men's though. Grant Holloway was upset. Um, the hundred. I mean, years, he got silver, didn't he? Though. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's still pretty I'm, solid. I'm, I'm saying like that, yeah. that's incredible achievement. But I'm saying. Did like, he break the world record before the that? Like it's some. Um, I don't think so. I think it maybe indoors or something. Maybe indoors. When did he not get it? I don't think so. He got hmm. darn close though. But like I'm, I'm not saying that's a wrong. bad performance, but I'm saying that he was expected to win. Yeah. I think a lot of people he's expected a world, to he's win. He's a world champ. Um, yeah. yeah, world champion. Uh, Donovan Brasher wasn't in the 800. Yeah, that was big um, as well. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 400 hurdles. Carson, they both went out of 46. Yeah. Carson and... That was one of the most ridiculous... That was potentially... Honestly, that was maybe the, the best race of the Yeah, the best race. He, he yeah. did... Carson Warham won Athlete of the Year. Yeah. Which he should have. Deservingly. Yeah, that's um, crazy. And then I think uh, the only... I remember talking to Dathan about it. I think the biggest... Because there's a lot of... There wasn't 
they weren't doing very well on the men's side, but the biggest turnaround was um, the gold medal in the shot put for USA. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if that was a turnaround. He, I mean, he broke the world record at the trials. Oh, no, it was expected, he won but they hadn't, I don't think it, the US men's side had not won a gold medal in the track and field until didn't, then. Didn't they win both relays? They might have. Mm, did they? I don't know. The no, did. no, wait, no. I think the Italians did. Oh, the Italian men won, and then the Jamaican didn't the Jamaican women. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I don't know what I was talking about. But yeah, Italians had a. <laughs> how did they high jump? They won the high jump. How did the Italians get so good? Four by one and the four by one hundred. Our one hundred meter being won by the an Italian. Like what the hell? He was a long jumper apparently as well. Really? Yeah. No, I've never heard of him before. No, never. no one had. He's the Olympic champion. Crazy. That's pretty sweet. Um, but you already mentioned her, but I think we should probably uh, give more props to I think Mo because that was like, yeah. she came. I think she's so was, crazy. I would like her she to break off, their world record. Yeah, she came off college too, would. right? Because she was well, college I think, she, yeah. I think she was literally a freshman she went, in college. I'm pretty sure she was like a freshman, like because it was. If you remember from from indoors, I think it was she crazy. maybe a, or like a COVID freshman, yeah. like she would have been, yeah. But very young, and she like came in indoors and was just running ridiculous, and then she just never slowed down. I love watching like, her run too because she was just did not give a fuck. She was yeah. just got, like, well, she, she actually lost race. indoors. I mean, she, she just ran the 400. She also, but, <laughs> but she, she, lost, she lost indoor indoors in the 400 though, and then she did a 400 split and split in like 49 or some shit. Wait, she did the 400. She didn't do the 800 in indoors. No. I don't think she did the 800 did. outdoors either. No, I, th- I, I think you're Both right. times, I think she ran the 400. And then she ended up winning the Olympics in the 800. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty incredible. But uh, she just won the Bowman yeah. as well. I mean, it's an amazing athlete. I'm excited to see how her career... Yeah, she's pretty dope. And what she does next. Yeah. Um, so, anything else cool happen in the Olympics? Don't know. I mean, the high jump. The men's high cool. jump was cool. The sharing the gold medal, that was pretty sick. I remember... Yeah. I'm kind of yeah. jealous that they have the ability to do that. Like, and then I, I got to watch that guy compete a couple of times in Europe. He was yeah. at that tiny Roverito meet I went to because oh, yeah. that was like his club. No way. So he was like a local. That was freaking sweet. And then also in... He was um, in Zurich. Yeah, he was in Zurich, but more I think in Brussels. Maybe I was just sitting way closer to where he was. And he's like so entertaining to watch. He's really? always like hyping up the crowd and like, wait, oh, was it? He was cool to go to a bar with. Well. I think it. No, maybe it was in Zurich actually. Like he, he was like he always just fucking around between every single jump. Like really? he looks like he's just bouncing off the walls. That's the shit that makes Dude, you so I, jealous. And like, then right before, he, he also like they have like the you know the Diamond League trophies like that little the diamond, the diamond on yeah. top of like the the oval the shape track, like yeah. they had it like over by the high jump. Yeah, and like he had, he had like a height to clear to win. He was like the last person in, and he like grabs the trophy and like puts it on a little table right beside the bar, and then like runs back to his mark, like jumps over, like clears it, and then just immediately grabs the trophy and then reaches into his bag, pulls out the gold medal from the Olympics, like puts on the gold medal, grabs the trophy, and then just does like a victory lap. Dude, like, I remember I he's so entertaining. After. Um, we went out to like there was like a bar club thing that they had the athletes at, and he was there. He was just like dre- like very good looking Italian guy, dressed beautifully, um, yeah. having drinks, just walking around, being so, like just being you know. Just like, being his character. Just being a legend, yeah. Just being an Olympic champion being out there. Legend. Yeah, no, that's pretty sweet. Um, that's probably the Olympics. Yeah. The other thing that we wanted to talk about was the. This might be the final thing, but the teams, the new groups, and the changes yes. of groups of this year because it was really interesting. Firstly. The big Tinman debacle Tin was this year. Yeah. That was crazy. Thinking back on that. Man, a lot did happen this year. Tinman break up with their 
coach Tom, Tom Swartz. Swartz. Tin yeah. Man broke up with the Tin Man. Yeah, Mr. Tin Man himself. And that was crazy how that played out. Like one of those came out on Let's Run and it blew up in their faces. Like they were trying to like keep it quiet until later in the year because they were all focusing on trying to run and a lot of them were... Did Hoka's group break up this year? Was that, that must have been last year. But they kind of reformed this year. Yeah. yeah. Y and J. Yeah, I think we can count that as this year. They so, became Empire yeah. Elite. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Empire and then the new Puma group. Puma Elite Running. Wow, we're just giving... <laughs> sh- oh, that's a bad We're just giving shout-outs to all these other companies. True. Um, no, well... <laughs> but this is, this is good for the sport. Yeah, we, it it's hashtag good for the sport, just not hashtag good for the sport in the way in which their names and their just terrible names. Um, yeah. The Union. Yeah, very recently. District. Union. District. District we remember before. What's, what's about the really? dark sky? Corey loses what's, one. No, it's kind of different. What's happening? District. With, it was, what's happening was it, with Dark uh, Sky? Dark Sky still exists? Good to go, so. it seems like. Yeah. Um, Lots of people signing. Adidas doesn't have a group yet, do they? Well... Dude, they, we decided they have like three. Yeah. The Gold Coast one. They got the San Diego, but... And Atlanta now. So, oh, that's and right. Tin Man. And so, Tin Man. And Tin, 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 Tin. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of moving around, a lot of shifting. Pretty much, pretty much like at the end of the day, like... It's pretty sweet that there's just so many, mm-hmm. so much opportunity right now, and there's so much depth it's a right big now. Big difference in 2020. Yeah, like there's 2020, a lot. 2020, that was nothing. Now it seems like everyone's getting deals. And Everyone, everyone's awesome. getting back on it. The economy is thriving, I think. <laughs> no, I, I, I think inflation is at like record highs. Yeah, <laughs> like so, our, our money's worth nothing. So we're, like, we're, we're getting paid half what we were getting paid last gonna, year. <laughs> it's all gonna. Explode. We're pretty fucked. Yeah, it's all gonna come crashing down. But for now, let's just ride it out, I guess. Let the good times roll. Yeah, let's do it. But yeah um i think that's about it on the on a teams anything else happened big this year in the sport just in f1 general? was crazy yeah um we're world champions in the cricket t20 t20 go australia not real ones go australia. oh you're saying it's not real now because New Zealand lost all right yeah. just be a good sport george yeah um i would say also Big for the sport. I, I, I just think... Sip Co saying he wants to drive to survive. Yeah, that was... Yeah, after we said that they yeah, sh- we should ever drive to survive. The funniest thing about that was I did mention on that pod literally a week ago that like what? if I could pick any person to run with, it would be Sip Co and then they had him on the pod a week ago. Oh, yeah, really? true. Yeah. Um, I, if that Sepco is, is saying that, it's a good sign, but saying it and then doing it are two completely different things. Yeah. We're also, Sipko is saying that he would like to see cross country in the Winter Olympics. That's so cool. Which would be very cool. Yeah. We also, that means we could compete in Winter and Summer Olympics. That'd be, which would you, be very That special. would be freaking, like, what, that, that, surely that can't be that difficult no. to get by. Not at all. The win- who I don't know who runs Winter Olympics. No, I would see probably still. Yeah, I could just pay that guy. Just bribe, yeah. bribe whoever's yeah, in charge. Co- can just bribe yeah, they'll be. I in. think World Athletics already has no money though. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But that's we're referring to Sepco's interview with Citrus Mag. If you want to check yeah. that out, but God, Citrus. Yeah, reminds me of uh, a good refreshing taste. <laughs> but a refreshing zesty, a zesty drink. A zesty drink of Mountain there. Yeah, so that's kind of our uh, year review. I guess we can wrap it up by just well, saying the coffee club coffee started club. this year. Yeah, I was gonna say that's how I was gonna wrap it up. We're only three months old, but uh, it's been a lovely three months so far, and so I've had yeah. a great time. We hope you all have as well. Yeah, thank you mostly to all the people out there because we've just been so lucky to have like a great 
great reception and a beautiful little community starting out and you guys have been so good to us and it's just makes it really fun and enjoyable to do this every week and just keep it going Definitely. and that's how we got we got goal. some big plans for 2022 yeah yeah oh, there'll be another uh, 52 episodes yeah and if you i guess i don't own the true fans like listen this far to the pod so i guess, we, <laughs> yeah, I, guess true. I guess we can give some secrets away because i wasn't sure if we should announce this yet but i think pretty soon after this comes out we'll start selling a little bag of coffee beans yes we will and i think we're going to have a hundred of them and it's going to be limited to a hundred so uh be on the lookout for that yeah we'll, we, we'll, we'll we went a through a stringent tasting process yeah we're really a couple weeks ago it's been really fun Brought in, we brought in the founder of the coffee club, Mr. Jason Ross, for the final verdict. Yep. And you'll see that. We'll, Chosen the beans. We'll, we'll share that. They're yeah. delicious. Yeah, we'll give you guys obviously way more details on this, yeah. but we're working with like a small roaster from Madison to do this. So it's just been like really fun, like going through the process of getting it going, but we don't know what the fuck we're doing. So hopefully <laughs> we'll, usual, have, we'll have a website and usual. stuff to sell it soon. But yeah i mean that's uh that's 2021 done what do you guys okay one, 2021 we'll, over we'll now wrap it up quick but like what's one thing you'd like to see in 2022 personal oac world whatever you want what's one thing you'd like to see in 2022 i'd like coffee club to go number one running podcast it's a good answer george citrus mag you hear that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know that's a tough I'm, question that is, that yeah, is really no, tough yeah, you really just threw that on me yeah sorry um <laughs> yeah i don't know you just can just like say some... coffee club number one as well always see number one always yeah, see number one that's a good one that's i hard. would love and i don't know if this would ever happen but i'd love it if uh we got to the point where on would like to develop clothing with us with the coffee, club? coffee club yeah and be um, exciting we could start a limited kind of merch thing maybe yeah. like some sweaters some dad we do have we do have well we yeah, we have plans for that anyway. Yeah, because On don't necessarily make those products. On don't, but if On was interested in kind of like, you know, being part of it, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess it would be. Anyway, that's it. That's it's it. fun having our own little project as well. Though. Yeah, yeah, controlling right. our own shit. Yeah. Well, thank you again for everyone for being with us for uh, twenty twenty one for the first three months of Coffee Club and for listening to this episode. We'll uh, we'll see you next time next year we'll see, see you next in 2022 year. see you in 2022